warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Northeast BJJ Podcast. This episode, we go to No Stos MMA in Summersworth, New Hampshire. This is the wrestling podcast. Devin Powell, owner of No Stos, is my co-host. And we get to interview some really cool high-level wrestlers for this one. Lee Janes, 2015 bronze medalist at the Worlds. Um, Joyce Silva, two-time Olympian and Pan-American champion. And Nick Perro, wrestling coach at Die Hard Wrestling Maine. Um, we get to talk to these guys about all kinds of cool stuff. They put me through a two-hour grueling workout before this. These guys train hard. Um talk about a lot of cool stuff wrestling jujitsu mma um brazil family you get to hear family members little kids running around in the background it's awesome um give this one a listen you can find us at great northeast bjj podcast on twitter facebook instagram and great northeast click on the contact button Send us a message. Let us know if you like what we're doing, if you want us to come visit you, um, if you have any questions. Hope you guys like this. Enjoy. co-hosts are jerks and didn't want to come so we had stuff to do so my man Devin Powell is going to co-host this episode we're at Nostos MMA um, we just did a like really really good wrestling training session so I'm totally smoked um, you guys ruined me so um, our sponsors we got sponsors Tortuga Soap Company the best soap in the entire world um, cures everything Ebola um, Zika virus Guaranteed, make your jujitsu and wrestling better. Um, PortCityBJJ.com, um, and brought to you today by Nostos MMA. Give us Devin, tell us about Nostos MMA, dude. This is your place. Devin's place is Nostos MMA in uh, Summersworth, New Hampshire. Yeah, this is uh, my little home. Slept here last night so I could wake up nice and early and do strength and conditioning, and then teach some women's kickboxing, and then hung out all day, and then got beat up by all these good wrestlers. It's a good time. Every single day, grinding away here. What's your website? Uh, NostosMMA.com. Is this Market Street? Yeah, yeah, right in Market Street in Summersworth, New Hampshire. So, you guys, make sure you check out Devin. That, that check, yeah, <laughs> yeah make sure you guys are awake. Uh, Devin's been on the podcast before. If you haven't uh, listened to it, you should go back and check it out. And since he's been on the podcast, um, he's fought for, won a title at New England Fights at 155. Um, won a fight on World Series of Fighting, fought in front of Dana White for look Dana White looking for a fight, and is gonna, that's going to be on pretty soon. I'm assuming. Do you know when? Yeah, so uh, it's basically going to Netflix right now. So um, the biggest thing is they don't know exactly when. They need a certain amount to release to Netflix. So once they figure all that out, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna know, and then. Uh, from there, you know, hopefully I get some limelight and hopefully something can surface of it. But right now it's kind of, you know, everything's kind of in the middle of, you know, kind of evolving. So I don't really know the exact outcome, but hopefully it's a good one. I won, got my nose snapped in half, but came back and 
got the finish in the first round. Dana White liked me a lot. Matt Sarah, Dean Thomas, all cool guys that that really liked my fight. So, it was awesome, man. It was yeah. an awesome fight. Um, and you got your black belt, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, buddy. Mr. Jay Mansfield and the whole team of Mr. Roberta Maya from uh, you know the Port City City crew all came down for an open house. It was an amazing day. You know, it's un- unreal. It doesn't even make sense still, but I guess I wear it every day. You know, <laughs> someday it'll make sense hopefully. So today we got. I'm su- I'm super stoked. I'm honored to have you guys on as guests. Um, three wrestlers that are super high level and awesome people and have shown me a ton of wrestling over the last few weeks and have had tremendous patience because my wrestling is probably super ugly. No, it's Um, good, man. It's it's like, I don't even know what I'm doing sometimes. I'm like, but it's, I love it, man. I love wrestling and any of you jujitsu guys out there, find some wrestlers and learn from them because it's super fun. Get beat up by him. Get beat up by him, man. And it's intense and it's, it's great. So I have, Two-time Olympian from Brazil, yeah. Joyce, my friend Joyce Silva. Joyce, what's your whole name? What's your? It's Joyce Souza da Silva. Yeah. Yeah. And you're from Rio. <laughs> yes, I'm from Rio. Where, like, where in Rio? Jacarepaguá. Yeah. Carioca da Gema. Nice. And you trained jiu-jitsu growing up, right? Yeah, yeah. Before then wrestling, I trained jiu-jitsu when I was 16 uh, until the the brown belt. Yeah. Then I I met the wrestling. And I stopped the jiu-jitsu, and I'm wrestling for more, that's 12 years nice. now. Where are you at? So you were at the Olympics in Rio. Yeah. And, and then the Olympics before that? In London. In London. In London. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. In yeah, so, Pan Am? Yeah, I won the, the last pan, the championship yeah. in Toronto. That's champion. Nice. And, and got a bronze medal in Guadalajara. Awesome. Um, so you're here visiting. Um, these guys helping them train and so i got nick Perro from die hard wrestling in lebanon maine yeah um did you wrestle in high school yeah i wrestled in high school i was a two-time main state champ nice what weight did you wrestle at 140 pounds yeah nice. a long ways away from where i am <laughs> so what's die hard wrestling man tell me about that die hard wrestling is a private uh it's a private club open to all the surrounding areas maine and new hampshire um and we, we start the kids out. Basically, I tell them as soon as they're potty trained, they're ready to wrestle. So we got kids as young as two years old coming in. And uh, now, now we're running all the way up to the world-class level. And your daughter's like, she's been wrestling for how long? My daughter started when she was two years old. They called her Hannibal. <laughs> um, she started at two. She's been wrestling boys since then. And uh, she's a... Three-time Maine state champion, four-time New England champion, and she just won nationals this summer. Animal. Yeah. So, but we're all kind of here helping our friend Lee train for World Team Trials, right, in a week. Right. So, Lee Janes, last year's bronze medalist at the Worlds. Correct. Right? Um, Training. So, tell us about what, what this team trials is. Okay, um, so this is at the the national and world level, so we're talking about Team USA, um, and the Olympics is every four years, while the World Championships is every year. So, um, you know, you have to qualify by attending your country's World Team Trials. The only one person gets to go to the Worlds, and then uh, the remaining top three get to be a part of the national team. So... 
I've been a part of the national team for 10 years. I've been on three world teams, and last year I took my first medal in the world. Um, so where is this? New York City. And it's on, I think you can watch it on Flow, Gra- Flow Wrestling. Yes, um, there should be a live stream, so you just have to go to the mat.com. Uh, look up World Team Trials. Um, it should be flashing across the front because now it's officially a part of um, the. You know, there was a there was a big vote about wrestling being taken out of the Olympics, yeah. and so if if wrestling was taken out of the Olympics, then there wouldn't really be any purpose um, for any higher level competitions such as World Championships. So, really, now that we were officially voted in um, for through Tokyo 2020, um, we're pretty safe, and we've been a, um, pretty uh, adopted by Team USA and the entire um, culture has evolved and gone up. So we're at, we actually go to the mat.com. It'll be a Team USA page. Um, should be flash, flashing the World Team Trials across the front. You just go to the live stream um, and you may have to su- subscribe to it. Um, it's maybe $20 a month um, or maybe um, it might be available for free. I'm I think not you sure. can get like, because they got a thing called Flow Grappling. And yeah. if you pay, I think it's a hundred bucks it's for a year. Wrestling. But I think mm-hmm. if you get the big thing for the year, you get everything, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because There's I think I have packages. it. It's totally worth it. Like I've watched tons of jujitsu on it. Um, well, occasionally there, it's uh, like last year's World Team Trials and last year's Nationals. Uh, my dad got to watch me on ESPN. Nice. And he got to watch me on NBC um, for those events. So um, there is a, there is an option that it, it'll tell you exactly how to witness the the event happening. If you can't make it to New York City, so, um, so you guys there's a good chance there might be some some prime time action. I mean, New York is a great hub for all kinds of media. So, and there's a lot of people there that um, you know put on a good show. So, uh, it'd be hard for me to believe that there wouldn't be any way to to watch it on TV or watch it on the internet. Even you guys in other countries, I'm sure you can find it, and you should be watching this and cheering Leon. <laughs> um, even though I, these, I think people out there listening to this in other countries learning English. From me and Jay talking usually. Um, how did you and Joyce meet? Like, I'm curious to that. We compete against each other occasionally, um, you know, and uh, we have training camps. A lot of times we match up in training camps and, you know, we're around the same weight. So um, we ended up, you know, partnering up. And, uh, you know, I was really devastated after the Olympic trials and I really felt like my purpose was to go to the Olympics. Um, and when it wasn't as a competitor, I was really wondering what it was that I was feeling, how it was supposed to be there. And then I, I got a phone call from um, <laughs> Joyce and the Federation, um, the Brazilian Federation, asking if I wanted to be your training partner. And I was like, sure. And he was like, that was fast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I answered like right away. As soon yeah. as he sent it through, I was like, yeah. Because I, I kind of knew that that was what my purpose was supposed to be. And I didn't know what was going to come of it or, what, you know, like all I, all I knew is I was going to go out there and, you know, it was a little hectic at first, right? You know? <laughs> First, I wasn't. I was gonna go. Then I wasn't gonna go. And then, you know, I mean, I have a daughter, and I have to, you know, my she's my primary responsibility. And so, if there wasn't a family member, a close family member, that was gonna be able to, to take her, for the time that I was gone, it wasn't wasn't gonna work. So, at the last minute, I had a major breakthrough, and it allowed me to go there. And it was a huge blessing for me to go out there and be a part of her experience, you know. And uh, it was a little hectic, you know, but um, now. It just so happens, you know, she's like, I have a certificate for you. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. She's um, she's like, I'll give it to you when I fly into Boston. I was like, you're flying into Boston? I'm an hour and a half from Boston. And she's like, what? So she's now here training and helping me. So it all comes around full circle. And, you know, it, it definitely um, 
you know, it, it worked out the way it's supposed to be exactly the right time. How'd you end up in Boston? Sorry? How'd you end up in Boston? What are you doing? Uh, uh, my, my boyfriend lives in, lives in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, yeah? He's from Brazil, but lives there more than five years. Yeah. And then I came on vacation. And, and so from Rio, I stay in Boston. Then Boston goes to Martha's Vineyard. And said, oh, it's, it's uh, not far from Boston. I can pick you up in Boston and then we train together. Okay, okay, yeah, let's That's go. awesome. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. How, did, how did they all end up here? How did everybody up with, end up with Devin? How did uh, that happen? So I... I was just, uh, Bill Jones is just an OG in the whole mixed martial arts world, and he knew Nick, and I think Nick wanted a little bit of extra mat time for Die Hard, and we just communicated. Um, he's a really handy man. He helped with all the wall paneling. We got some really cool stuff we're going to be doing to the academy to kind of beef it up and, and uh, add some bags and kind of stabilize some of the stuff and just, just kind of overall improve the academy. So he's helping with some of that stuff, and we're also benefiting because... We have such high-level wrestlers here, you know, three-plus times a week for us to all learn from. So it's it's really working out well. They just basically use the mat, and we have we have multiple classes going on at once. So really, it's it's just awesome. The, the environment's just great. So, I mean, you know more than me really how it all evolved, but um, I just, Bill Jones talked to me, and then I talked to Nick. It's kind of it. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's worked out really good. I mean... Got a lot of the uh, jiu-jitsu guys that are coming into the wrestling classes, and that's working out pretty good because uh, they don't mind taking a beating, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, they can they can keep on going. You know, they they wrestle hard and, and they keep going. They're disciplined, and uh, they they're pretty quick to learn. You know, they. Oh man, I tell everybody about this. I'm like, you guys gotta come with me, dude. You're gonna love it. <laughs> like, it's great. I love it. Yeah, we're doing wrestling rounds, and I'm over here, like, freaking out, not being on my back. Like, right. what am I doing? It's funny. It's like watching a fish out of yeah, water. Yeah, I'm you know? just flopping around. Like, how do, I, how do I not do exactly what I want to do? But it makes you so much more explosive. It makes your jiu-jitsu better just by being forced to, to get out of your element. And, you know, wrestling is just such a faster pace, for the most part, than jiu-jitsu. You can kind of relax. But wrestling's go, go, go. And uh, I, I've always loved it. We had... Um, Seth over here, Seth McAllister, who wrestled for Edinburgh, and he used to teach a bit. Uh, I I trained with him for like eight years, and, and we haven't been able to have him as a part of this for a little bit because he's just such a family man now with a lot of kids. So something I missed greatly. So having it here is has been incredible. Yeah, the thing I notice about wrestling, maybe versus jujitsu, is like when you're standing up against a jujitsu person. It's like they might try a takedown once. And then it's like, all right. A wrestler tries a takedown over and over and over and over and over until it goes. Like, until they get it. Like, there's no stopping. There's no... That's like your kids. So, we've had, I've wrestled with some high school kids, seniors at Noble. Those guys are tenacious, man. They're like... I mean, everybody. All wrestlers are tenacious. But it's like... Mike, just relax, man. You know? Yeah, just, just relax. Yeah, just relax. They're, they're thoroughbred, diehard wrestlers. I mean, um, Jake uh, Martel has been in there quite a bit. He was in here again tonight. He started yeah. wrestling with diehard when he was five years old, and he's a senior in high school now. He's a captain of the high school wrestling team. Um, Austin Shorey's another one that's been in here a lot. He started, yeah, he's tough, man. He started when he was six, I think. Uh, with the diehard club so these guys have it's been an honor to watch them grow up and and turn into you know young wrestling men and 
and they're actually killing it in this fourth. You know, it's it's pretty awesome to watch them come in here and and uh, roll with the big guys. You know, you must like. You know why you? I'm not, you're not making a ton of money wrestling, teaching I, wrestling. I don't you know? make any money. Yeah, so why do you do it, man? Because I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't make a cent off wrestling. I do it because I love it. Seems. I mean, when you're an Olympic wrestler, like when you guys are, are trained or world team, or, how how does how does it like like what's the? Do you get paid to train? Do you get paid to? Wrestling, wrestling is my job. Yeah. Um, and you know, just before I came out here, I was wrestling for the army on active duty. So I mean, I've been in the army 13 years, and I'm a medical service officer. Yeah. Um, I, I hold the rank of captain, and um, I get captain's pay to compete for the United States of America and represent the army and uh, Team USA. So it's a huge. It's you're a professional athlete, and my job is to train and win. Yeah. You know. So. Um, it's it's a really cool gig, yeah. <laughs> you know. You know, there's there's um, something better about now at this point in my career, um, 17 years in. Uh, maybe I don't get paid as much now, but I have autonomy over my own career. I can make my own decisions. I have to work my schedule around taking care of Evelyn and making sure that I have a good environment for her to be able to um, to thrive in also. So. Um, you know, the Army is a rigid program. It was a great experience. You know, um, I won my medal for them. They hadn't had a medal in 10 years. So, That's awesome. Yeah, so it was really wow. cool for me. And, um, you know, when when the picture started going up on the wall, it was time for me to, to change direction and evolve in a different way. So, um, you know, I'll probably go back uh, temporarily here for a couple of weeks for the All-Army Camp and, and participate in military world championships. But, um, you know, other than that, I'm, I'm definitely looking to get into some other aspects and new ventures in my life it's kind of scary and exciting all at the same time you uh you didn't start wrestling super young right no i started as a senior in high school it was like the last thing that i that i tried i was pretty athletic but mostly i just didn't really i just really want to be involved in every activity because you know growing up we didn't have a lot of money we really didn't come from um like that that type of family that could really um if you if you needed something if you if you failed you just failed. Nobody was there to bail you out. You know, you're just, it, it was just, so I grew up just afraid to fail at anything and just trying anything that was going to make me be successful. I had a lot of irons in the fire and wrestling was one of those things that I picked up later on and didn't really think because I was better at everything else. I thought that that, that was my ticket out. And, um, you know, it turned out that wrestling was, was just, you know, starting out. It became an Olympic sport in 2004 um, and that was right around the time I graduated from college. Um, and I was a national champ for, for Missouri Valley College and uh, two-time All-American for them. Didn't even really know that college wrestling existed before I got recruited. So I had one year of high school wrestling before, before I went to college and got a scholarship to wrestle um, on a women's team. So it was just one of those crazy things that I got to pioneer. And it's only for the fact that I just tried a lot of different things and that was what door opened up for me women's wrestling must have been really small at the time and at it's grown. the time yeah it was um you know i wrestled against boys and i won one match and that was a match that i'll never forget in my entire life i thought i was gonna die <laughs> <laughs> so you know for the most part i was getting beat up all season because when you first start in wrestling it's hard it, you're not good at it immediately i very rarely do you find somebody who's actually good at wrestling the first time they try it you know, everybody takes their licks and pays their dues. But I ended up going to a um, girls' competition that I didn't really know existed. So my coach 
said, hey, you know, there's a girls' national. You should probably try to get out there. And it was in Flint, Michigan. Uh, a lot of girls showed up. It was like 20-man 20, 20 brackets, 20, 20 girls in the bracket. And um, I fought my way to six, which was the last place for All-American. And the All-Americans got put into USA Wrestling Magazine, and I got recruited to go to college from there. It, it was crazy. And um, just... You know, my coach called me up, and um, I was working for my high school coach, but the Missouri Valley coach called my um, surf shop where I was working in various um, various surf shop on Long Beach Island. Where's so I was that? working full time, um, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I was working full time. It's nothing like the Jersey Shore. <laughs> so if you're thinking that, it's not true. Um, it's a really Were you nice. A surfer? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, um, a 11 mile strip of island off the coast of uh, New Jersey, and s- nice private beaches and stuff like that. And I worked at the surf shop for my high school coach because I needed to make money, and I, I lived right above the shop. And um, you know, we, we got a fo- phone call, and his wife picked it up, and it was uh, Mike Mockold from Missouri Valley College, and he was like, "Hey, is Lee around?" And she's like, "Why? Who's calling?" You know, they're very prote- protective. Wrestling's a tight knit family. You know, it's not not who's calling you know who are you so um they were like well i wanted to know if she wanted to get a scholarship to go um be a part of the very first women's wrestling team in america in in college and uh there's only five schools that are opening up right now but this is the first year we're going to try to do this and does she want to be a part of it and they didn't give me a full scholarship um i think i got like 60 percent um athletic scholarship um got some pell grant because flat broke and then (laughs) you know, got the rest in academic scholarship because I was really good in school, you know, you know, like I said, afraid afraid to fail. So, um, you know, I said, yeah. And I paid my friend Kelly a hundred dollars to take me all the way from New Jersey to Missouri. (laughs) You ever been in Missouri before? No, no, I'd never been out of New Jersey. (laughs) And a hundred dollars was not even close to enough money. (laughs) She was so mad. So, but they dropped me off with like hardly anything. My, my car, which I called the beach cruiser, flooded at LBI when one of the really bad storms came through everything that I owned was in that car and it was just everything was gone so I had like nothing when I showed up to Missouri Valley College so um, it was kind of a cool experience just to build from from that point to where I am today so you've been kind of like you'd never left New Jersey before wrestling no and now you've been all over the world right all over the world yeah yeah how what's wrestling what's like the wrestling scene in Brazil Everybody knows Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I didn't even... Yeah, but... It's small, right? Is it small? Yeah, very, really small. No. Uh, even today, after the Olympics, we have to explain what's wrestling. So, we are, we are doing a, a work to to show everybody to, to make it popular, popular yeah. in Brazil. So, it's, we need to do a, a hard work. But... Now it's it's getting more popular, but it's still small. Right? Yeah. So like being from Brazil and Rio, there was like a series like there was a lot of issues or whatever. Like what was it like to have the Olympics in Brazil for someone from Rio? You know, we're like, was it awesome? Was it like? Yeah. It seemed like it was crazy. Like. Yes, it was. It was. It's like uh, Rio is very um, like too much. Um, Rich and yeah, and, uh, and the favela. Yeah, yeah, right. together. Right, like, right next really, to each other. Yeah, really next to each other. So the Olympics was like this, you know, a lot of beautiful things, size of the poor things, but this is the same, like the same every day. But the the most popular, the population, love it. It was very good. The everybody, the party, like the the 
That's very uh, the vibration and everybody. Yeah. It's very cool, very cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. What do you do now that like in, in Brazil I, I wrestle for the navy. Yeah. So oh. military too. And then I'm just athlete. Yeah. Um, all, all my yeah, my day. So I receive money from the navy and from the government. Yeah. But after the Olympic Games I don't know, the government maybe don't pay in more. <laughs> they ran out of money yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, we see. But I'm just athlete. Where's the next Olympics? Where? It's Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, you're gonna Tokyo. try to train for that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking forty years is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm taking a break because it was for eight years, like almost non-stop, and I'm training a lot. And now I'm okay. And I'm thinking what I'm doing and then what do you think about the cold weather in New Hampshire <laughs> oh it's good now it's good I, I'm waiting for the snow yeah, it's coming you should see it bundled yeah. up there. she's got this big fur hat yeah. and a fur coat and everything it's pretty cool looking, I used to go this guy, a company I work for used to send me to South America to go hire people and I would go to Rio and Florinopolis and uh and the people, they all, everybody wanted to come to America, so like they would have these things where I would uh, interview people, and they'd be yeah. like, and I'd be like, and it was for Colorado most of the time, so I'd be like, listen, it's really cold, like up in the mountains, you know, <laughs> ski resort. So I'd be like, it's really, really, really cold, and they'd be like, oh, no problem, no. I'd be like, no, think about the coldest you can imagine, and then it's worse, and they'd be like, no, no problem. <laughs> and so I hire some people from Brazil, and they'd come back, and then like January, they'd be like, I can't stand it, it's so cold. <laughs> they hated it yeah. because it was, you know, like if you're from Rio, uh -huh. um, but I'm, I've been some other places, yeah, yeah, for yeah. wrestling like Bulgaria, oh, Canada. Yeah. In, in wrestling, they always send winter. you to the coldest <laughs> the Siberian winter to yeah. go yeah. wrestle. You're like, awesome. So Did you ever I go to uh, this before? So and I, they give you a windbreaker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What time? Yeah, we don't have clothes in Brazil. Yeah, Avignanas. One and two and three and four and five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Layer up. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to, dude? Devin uh, Powell. I don't not much. Really. <laughs> Just training, enjoying all this. Um, I actually have a question for yeah. you. Um, yeah. So, with you coming from a jujitsu background, we in America we get plenty of people that wrestle that transition to jujitsu and just destroy people. Like Chris Wyden in the UFC is a good example. Like he got his black belt pretty quick, and he was just an all-American wrestler, powerhouse. And then he went to jujitsu and he adopted GSP, all that. Right? Well, he wasn't uh, really a wrestler, I guess. But yeah, he well yeah. he he picked up wrestling after Before MMA. Right, and won, right. They wanted him to wrestle for like the Canadian Olympic team and right. stuff. But are you? Are there more like girls from Brazil and, and guys from Brazil that are representing the the uh, like representing the team, the Olympic team in Brazil that are just like black belts in BJJ and just real good jujitsu, and then they start wrestling after? Is that a pretty yeah, common yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, we, we have a lot of um, now we we have some people that start only in wrestling, but when we, when I started, nobody was come from wrestling everybody yeah. from judo or jiu-jitsu okay. now yeah. we starting in one or other but now now we yeah because now we have uh, some places in amazonas manaus they they have children like training wrestling and then growing learning just wrestling but yeah we, we, we have a lot of 
jujitsu players. That yeah. How'd you get into jujitsu for at, in the beginning? In in the school. In school. Yeah, high school. Yeah. So I started jujitsu there. Me and my friends, we have to choose one sport to do as a at physical education, and we choose our one that nobody knows. No, uh, one that nobody never have, have done before. And then it was jujitsu, and then I started, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah. have jujitsu right in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't see that around here. No. Not yes. all the school, not all the schools. My the school where right. I was particularly, it has. Cool. I teach um, I teach jujitsu for St. John Prep School in Danvers. They have a really good wrestling program, but that's that was one of the craziest things. Actually, Jay used to teach it, I believe, yeah. with Derek, and I started teaching it. I think this is my fourth year doing it now. It's been a while, hmm. but the fact that it's not actually a class or anything, you don't get credit. It's just an after-school thing that right. they offer, and just to be able to do jujitsu. They also have judo with um, mm-hmm. a couple of Jimmy Pedro black belts that teach it. Uh, that are, I think they're Olympic level too. They're they're real solid guys. So I mean, I don't know why they have me teaching jujitsu, <laughs> but um, they're pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, guys. dude. Solid. Yeah, come on. It's it's really cool that they have that. But the fact that wrestling's in probably ninety percent of schools here, and jujitsu's yeah, in less than a percent to, of them. Yeah, we want the so. wrestling in the schools there. Yeah. Awesome. I think Lawrence in Lawrence Mass they got a program maybe they're starting with jujitsu mm-hmm. like for kind of you know troubled dudes or whatever people you know I heard about I heard they were hiring somebody Beat the Streets is a huge wrestling program it's so successful um, started in New York City but they're pretty much all over the country in America now so and it's a nonprofit organization that allows kids to be a part of a giant wrestling team and they take them all around and um, it's just intended to keep kids um, focused on you know wrestling is one of those sports that if you have a lot of hardship and you're going through hard times it, it pretty much mirrors um, you know being able to get knocked down and get back up again just like most MMA most combat combat sports so um, it's a huge hugely successful in the inner cities of America seems like wrestling has helped a lot of people like come out of like tough spots and like shown tremendous like you know I, I never I mean I'm sure I have but it seems rare to meet a wrestler who doesn't have like this tremendous work ethic you know and like every wrestler I've ever met is like the hardest working dude ever you just like slow down yeah you know like like I think Seth, everybody has I to, their story you know yeah but it, you know and so it just seems like wrestling really has helped a lot of people you know um and it's an amazing sport. Like, they didn't have it at my high school. There was no, no. wrestling in Dover. And uh, I wish they did, you know. It still blows my mind that they don't. I'm like, how could you not have wrestling? But um, where'd, you, where'd you go to high school? Marshwin. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have a good coach. Uh, Rick's, he's my brother wrestled for him. Cody, who yeah. trains here, uh, he fought a bunch. Um, Cody Lightfoot, he was a good state champ wrestler, wrestled for Norwich, but... Yeah, Matt Ricks, and then his daughter Dee Dee Ricks, who you've yep, had we, some we battles were fierce with. Competitors. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yep. Deanna and I were great friends now, but we we used to go toe to toe in wrestling all the time. So, I'll I'll tell you quick. You can go right back to that, but before I forget, because I should definitely put something really embarrassing on the internet. I never wrestled. I tried it once because my dad wrestled, and he wanted me to wrestle. He's wrestle. He's from Pennsylvania. I grew up in King of Prussia, and it's bigger there. So they brought me. They brought me. We got the little kids here going crazy. <laughs> that was me. That was other. me crying. Um, <laughs> I think we got a hit. Yeah. 
head, little head trauma. Head trauma. <laughs> Blunt force trauma. Little, uh, they bumped their head so much. Oh, yeah. Evie I, said she needed a helmet the other day. Well, what? like, I think I need a helmet. I'm like, yeah. Another little tangent inside a tangent. They, yeah. While we were training, uh, Clementine, I'm sure, did all of it, but six bottles of water just poured all over the floor <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure she probably just slipped and hit her head. A little yeah. karma for a four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyways, I uh, my dad wanted me to wrestle, so I agreed to it. didn't know what it was, really. Just You see the wrestling on TV and just figure, all right, I'm going to be hitting kids with chairs or something. I go in, I get partnered up with a girl who's a year older than me, and I was, I was like, a peewee wrestler, so like six maybe. Go in, and I'm getting throttled by this little girl, and I hide in my closet the next night. My dad's <laughs> looking for me. Like I'm not doing that. That's not fun. That's not a sport I want to do. Hand me a medal. Let me play. You know, some other sport. Yep. But that turned out to be Dee Ricks, and she probably doesn't know it. Cause she probably throttled everyone when she yeah, was a little seven year old girl. Yeah. But that was the reason. She was the handle of her generation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Want to say hi, Evie? Say, Evie, say hi. What's up? Evelyn, this is Evelyn Provisor. Say hi. Say hi. She did jujitsu the other no. night with us. She did her first, yeah. first grappling class. Yeah, it was awesome. She did some jujitsu yeah. with Clementine, right, dude? That was yeah, awesome. she's being shy right now. Um, so what's up? Like, I remember you saying recently to me that the WWE is there. Did they mm-hmm. try to get you to like come wrestle? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we have a we have an insider. His name is Jerry Briscoe, and uh, he he recruits a lot of talented wrestlers um, to have them try out for the WWE. And so I did go to the tryouts. Nice. You know, it just turned out it's not my style. I'm, I used to love watching it. I clotheslined my brothers. You know, in the front yard. I you know, the old school when it was um, when it, it it wasn't divas. It was uh, glow. You know, gorgeous yeah. ladies of wrestling. Huh. And I watched, you know, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and, you know, The Undertaker, and all these amazing characters. And I think at the time I wasn't ready to peel back the layers uh, and get into the acting scene because wrestling is so real, like, so real and genuine. Um, but one thing I was impressed with with the WWE is that there there's a huge physicality to it. Um, it's high impact. And so when they're talking about, um, you know, total impact, it's, it is total impact. There's springboards on the floor, but you're taking those you're taking those hits in in a way that um, is a very real, but in a very different way than than traditional wrestling. So, it's, you know, it's <laughs> I think it was going to take something to get used to. Yeah, I saw them out in Rio, and I got to reconnect with with the recruiter and, as well as Jerry and. You know, and they're like, they're the one that got away. <laughs> ah, the, uh, so. I watched, this guy sent me a match on Facebook the other day of like, uh, he wasn't like, he's a big name guy, but he was like not in the WWE. It was the craziest match I've ever seen. I, I'm surprised the dudes didn't die. Like, I mean, I was blown away by yeah, what they were doing. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Um, but I think it's tough. Like, you work a lot if you do that, I think. Yeah, I feel like I got the moves down, you know, and I feel like I'm a good enough athlete, um, you know, to be able to participate in that program. It was just a different kind of impact on my body, you know. So I I wasn't fully, um, you know, fully invested in it. I I wanted to go back to regular wrestling, and I'm I'm glad that I did, you know, because I ended up taking a medal and doing some other um, cool things, and... You know, had my daughter, and um, <laughs> she just spilled water on me. <laughs> but um, you know, just it wasn't my path at the time. So, 
is wrestling growing? Like, is diehard wrestling? Are you get? Is it getting? You know, is wrestling? Is the sport getting bigger? Wrestling is is always. It seems like it's always growing. It's like when I first started coaching back in '95. It was when we first introduced youth wrestling, and there was like 10, 15 kids maybe, and this was in a whole tri-town areas, Baroque, North Baroque, and Lebanon, yeah. all combined. And now all three towns, well, not anymore, North Baroque lost their program, but all three towns had their own programs going, but in, what was it, 2000, I think 2009, I had 128 youth wrestlers in my club. Holy crap. And that was from the ages of 2 to 12. So it's it's definitely grown a lot since then. Why, what was the thing with getting rid of wrestling then, with, like at the Olympics? What was the, what, where did that come from? Just politics? Just feel it, right? Pretty much. I mean, it was, what's that? This is some, the feel a thing, right? Yeah, there, there was a lot of different scenarios. I don't know the whole story on everything, but I know that nobody was in favor of it. Right. But it was close to... It was close. And it, everyone was kind of beside themselves on how how it would be possible that it would be pulled from the Olympics. I mean, this is this was like the original sport. Right. Keep flag twirling, but... Yeah, I mean, you got, you got skateboarding and BMXing <laughs> and all that stuff. And I mean, nothing against it, right. but I mean, there's... Curling. Yeah, I mean, there's... This yes. is one of the one of the biggest sports, you know. This is this is mano y mano, right. original Olympic yeah. sport. I mean, you ran and you wrestled, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I was blown First away. Steph ran fast, wrestled. <laughs> In- no, it it was. Um, I think they got put on the chopping block because we didn't really make heroes out of it because it's such a selfless sport. Um, you do it for the glory of the games, and it really is does embody the genuine spirit of the Olympics where you get paid very little most of the time right. and um, and you're not professional. You know, it's it's evolved a little bit, but along with that, like, we needed to make, um, have more publicity. We needed to make heroes, you know. We needed to um, have people follow and fan base and ways for people to enjoy wrestling and understand the rules. So it was a huge part of this evolution where they they wanted to make the rules easier um, for people to understand because hold on one second honey but most of the time um, you know people watching didn't understand it right. you know they're like how did they get that or who scored that points and you know so they went they went in uh, I'm fixing the, the I definitely think that's the biggest reason is like you know swimming if they finish first they right, win you know, you know who won. You, you know who's going to win cuz they finish first but in in a wrestling match unless they get pinned the common person doesn't understand what's going on right so i mean she'll she'll talk more what about what uh, what there's so there's three styles of wrestling freestyle folk style and greco roman greco roman all yeah. three in the olympics uh no just greco roman and freestyle um, folk style is basically a United States style wrestling. It's it's in all the schools, all the way up into college, and then once you're done with college, folk style doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, and what's the folk style is? What's the difference between the three? Greco-Roman, you can't attack the feet. Greco-Roman is upper body only. Yeah. You can't use your legs. You can't touch the legs. It's all upper body. I mean, you you get a lot of the same stuff in freestyle when you're doing your gut wrenches and stuff like that. But in freestyle, you have um, you can go from head to toe, and the, I'd say the biggest difference in folk style 
is you get back points. If you hold them on their back for two seconds, you get two near fall points. If you hold them on their back for five seconds, now this is if they're not flat backed. Five seconds, you get three points and you can let them back off, change holds and get more points. Yeah. In freestyle, if you expose their back at all, or in Greco freestyle, if you expose their back, you get exposure points. Yeah, I really don't have to have control. Um, in folk style, you're re you're generally responsible for how your opponent lands. Um, it's a more controlled style. Um, in order for me to get points, I have to show that I have 100% um, control of that position. And in freestyle, I can throw you on your neck, and I don't have to hold you down. I just have to expose you, and that's it's more free if you think of it like that. Mm -hmm. I can um, lock around the body, whereas you can't lock around the body in folk style. And um, Greco, you'll they're they're upright. So Greco evolved from the it was the original style of, of wrestling because they used to wrestle on gravel, you know. So they couldn't really be rolling around on the ground. So it was a lot of standing up and pushing and pulling and, and off balancing from your feet and taking a person down to the gravel, you know. And so that's and then from there it evolved to you know um, attacking the legs. And uh, women are the only we only wrestle freestyle. We don't have any Greco option. Um, so in order to be, um, you know, at the level that Joyce and I are at, um, you, you only, you should be focusing on freestyle if you're a female. What, uh, do you know what Chael Sonnen and, uh, Randy Couture, what, what style they wrestled? Did they wrestle all the style, you know? They, like, they wrestled folk style growing up and then they, they did a lot of freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they messed around with all three. But I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the majority of the wrestling was folk style and freestyle. I mean, it seems like a... One of the best, probably the best base for MMA, or you know, if not, you know, I mean, it's definitely one of the main. So many wrestlers go into MMA and are like, dominate. If I, I'd say, if you're a wrestler that knows how to hit somebody, you're gonna do all right. You'd be all right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think that uh, you can take a wrestler and give them a few months of jujitsu where they're learning submission defense, and then they're gonna be running through guards and they're gonna be getting heavy and putting a pace on guys that they can't really handle. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, if there's a guy that's done jujitsu for 10 years and the guys, the kids wrestled for you know 10 years, it, it might take a little bit to, to not get caught by him, but for the most part, that wrestling is going to really, really make up a lot of ground. You just got to kind of learn how to stay out of danger and use your pressure and then you already got strong explosive hips, so yeah, those those big overhands setting up your your takedowns, and yeah, you're you're in a good place. Jiu-jitsu, it's completely different. You can't go right into MMA just being a jiu-jitsu guy because, I mean, you're not not gonna have quite the same kind of hip power um, to to throw those knockout shots, and also, good luck pulling guard in MMA. It's really difficult. Uh, you need to be able to force the match to the mat. If you're a jiu-jitsu guy and you get stuck with a collegiate wrestler, you, you know, it's not happening. Yeah, you poke out yeah. all you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about wrestling, like, for uh, for self-defense? Is, uh, is it, like, a valid thing for women? Nobody like, ever bothered me in school. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, anyone that's been in any street fights or been in fights really at all, I mean, you all know that it, you end up on the ground. I right. mean, nine times out of ten, you're going to be on the ground. So if a wrestler can take you to the ground first and get get the position that they want, then the rest is going to be fairly easy from there. I mean, that's that's the goal is to take them to the ground and then impose your will on them. You know, and that's 
that's something that wrestling has always been. I mean, it's it's something that's been bred into us as wrestlers from the very beginning of us starting. It's like you have to go a hundred miles an hour all the time. There's no there's no slowing down. There's no taking breaks. It's go go go. It's an offensive sport. You know, we're we're <laughs> we're taught just to go after it, and right. you know that defense is just something that you have to do because they tried something. But your goal is to quickly counter and get back on offense. Right. We, I mean, most of us don't like to be a defensive wrestler. We wanna we wanna go after it. Is that why earlier when you called me a defensive wrestler, you kind of gave me that look of disgust? I was a little disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, all right, I'm going to counter, 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 counter. It's like, go get something, dude. The other day, last week, me and Keegan were in there doing wrestling, and it was like, I looked at him, and I was like, right now, Nick is just disgusted with us. <laughs> like, it had to be the ugliest thing you ever seen. Oh, you like, got, you got... Yeah, I got a whole room full of jujitsu people, and everyone's standing there waiting for the other person to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what uh, what's like growing up in Rio? Is it's pretty? Is was it like a lot yeah, of violence? Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot. A lot of violence. <laughs> a lot yeah. of fun. A lot of violence too. It's. Um, I was talking about the other day with Lee, and it's very sad because it's like. Any time can happen with somebody you love, so the, this this part is very very sad. But the other side is very happy. You know the people. They, they don't have a <laughs> why, but they are partying. They yeah. are making party. Well, it's happy. a beautiful place. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. Yeah, you know. it is. I don't, the, the the weather. You know. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hot, and then you go to the beach and. You don't have money, but you can go to the beach and you stay all day there. It's fun. Acai. You eat acai. Acai. Yeah, that'll make you happy. I mean, it makes your jiu-jitsu better. I know that. (laughs) Acai. Uh, Well, calories. Yeah. (laughs) uh, when, When they, like, when the whole pacification of the favelas, you know what I mean? Like, the they tried to pacify the favelas for the before the Olympics. I've heard about that, like that it was like maybe it was kind of rough, like uh, the cops came in and were like, yeah, it was kind of out of control. They could do it better for some years, but now it's kind of not working. It's anymore. back and crazy. Yeah, it's crazy there. It's yeah, it's very crazy because it's uh, uh, um, uh like the drugs, you know, people that control the drugs, it sells, and they they like they don't care if anybody the. The most of the population are good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the most of people there, good person. But the few people that's not good, they don't don't care. And it's it's difficult to control this because they are in the in the hills and, and to the police goes there. It's very difficult. So it's a big problem. You ever seen the movie City of God? You see? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Is yeah, it yeah. popular? Was it popular in uh-huh, Brazil? Yeah, it was. I saw it. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was popular here. Oh, the one that is the the other one, like uh, Tropa de Elite. Oh no, I haven't about seen that. About the police, it's the new one. Yeah. It's the reality. What's it called? Tropa de Elite. Tropa de Elite. Yeah, that's the one, and that's the the second two. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I haven't seen that. City of God. If you, if anybody listening out there that hasn't seen City of God, you need to see it. It was amazing. Yeah, it's the, about the story. How the favelas start. Yeah. In these specific ones, the right. City of God. Yeah. Oh, it was very cool. 
Mm-hmm. George, um, I wanted to touch base on uh, something that all of us were talking about. When I mean, we had a lot of us wrestling you. I mean, I had my high school kids in there wrestling you. Lee, Joyce, I think, might have wrestled with you a little bit. I know that I did. And you are the slipperiest son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it's like wrestling a grease pig. Is that Tortuga soap? You cannot hang on to anything. (laughs) My my whole goal, my whole jujitsu game plan is just to frustrate. I just like to frustrate you until, and then hopefully you'll do something dumb eventually. Like I'm trying to frustrate. You could talk to a lot of people that know me, and they would probably vouch for the frustration that I uh, Yeah, and then exude. we're wrestling you, and we're like, all right, don't do anything dumb. Don't do anything dumb. <laughs> he just likes to get you to slap him so you can get DQs and win matches. I just went behind, I went behind him and threw him. <laughs> he did. He launched me. I get nervous, man. That's like, I was like, holy shit, I'm up high in the air right now. Like... The uh, yeah, I get scared, man. That was those. You didn't crush me as hard as I think you could have, though. I think you let I, me I down. Set you down. Yeah, you did. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, you had me good. I was up in there. I was like, oh boy, here we go. And then last week uh, or the week before, one of your one of your guys like, man, I think the first week I came in like. I wouldn't let them dudes take me down. No, no, you, you were you were slimy. Yeah, and so I'm pretty sure that they thought about that all week because the second week we talked yeah, about. I'm sure because one of them dudes it. came and he had me and I defended it like four or five different ways and he just kept going. Next thing you know, I was up in the air like you had me <laughs> crashing into the cage like, and that cage sucks. I was like, oh, yeah. oh geez, I, yeah, I, I, I went home right and I told him I was like. They got their payback tonight. I got cage marks on me. <laughs> and, uh, I try to be, you know, I, my whole jujitsu, I feel like, is just about moving my hips and uh, and frustrating you. Yeah. But my, like, the whole reason why I came and, tr- you know, was interested in wrestling is because generally in tournament in tournaments, like, I've done pre- pretty well, but, like, I usually lose. When I lose, it's almost always because, like, is a good wrestler and they took me down and I'm down two points and I can never catch up. And so like, and even times when like, I had a match at Tap Cancer Out once and everybody in the whole place knew the kid was gonna take me down. I think he was like division one wrestler or something. I knew he was gonna try to shoot. Everybody's yelling he's gonna shoot. He shot so fast, I still ended up on my back. You know what I mean? I had nothing at the time. I, I know, and that was maybe like, it was the one you went down and in, yeah. in, in, uh, saw a year and a half ago or something, yeah. maybe? Yeah. That, I, ever since then, I was like, and then I couldn't do anything because he was on top of me and smothering, yeah, me. smothering me. And I was like, I got to learn how to deal with that, you know? <laughs> and so ever since then, I've been really focusing on, um, you know, anti-wrestling. And try, you know, trying to, and now I love wrestling. Now I'm like, you guys have in, infiltrated my, <laughs> you've infected me. With, I love it. Like I love wrestling now. That's all I think about wrestling. That's what wrestling is, man. We just infect you. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I love it. Um, I Let really the do. Go, whatever. We'll yeah, yeah. You. I've got yeah. all that. That's why I use tortuga soap. Tortuga soap. Yeah, that'll kick rid of all that stuff. Kick well, ringworms ass. You look at these good wrestlers that know jujitsu well. They're their whole life is based upon grinding you into the mat and keeping your back on the mat. Yeah. So if they can do that and they know how to not get submitted, good luck sweeping them with that kind of base. Good yeah. luck getting back on top. Mm-hmm. You know, wrestling sucks in general being on bottom. So these guys 
that are going against you when you're trying to be on bottom. They're like, they're already winning. They're holding you down. They're doing what they want to do. They just don't get submitted. Be tight and be heavy and, you know, and smash. <laughs> it's it's really weird for us. I mean, wrestling, wrestling a jiu-jitsu guy and same thing with a jiu-jitsu <laughs> yeah. guy wrestling a wrestler. It's, it's really weird because we're... We're exposing ourselves to things that we would never see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you just went straight to your back. Right. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Like, I wanted you to do that. Right. You know? Right. So it, it's weird. And, you know, when I was wrestling him and I, I took him down and then he slipped. I right, squirmed. He, I he, he, he's, he's got right into a garden. And I'm like, what are you doing? Right. We're wrestling. Right. Right. You might have been wrestling. <laughs> We might have been doing two separate things. So then we just hand fought for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're hard to arm drag, man. I feel like, although, you know, I mean, I'm, I do jujitsu, but like, I, all the stuff I'm really good at, I feel like maybe wrestling. You know, like, I arm drag. I love arm drags, you yeah. know, and Something I know that's translate. A, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I'm trying to arm drag you, but you've been arm dragged before, you know, <laughs> yes. so it's like... It was hard. I'm trying to do something that's that's not coming easy. Um, that's my main thing on my back is arm drag, arm drag. Well, I got 20 pounds on you too. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's like you know, in 20 more years of wrestling. Yeah, a lot of wrestling. You know? <laughs> a lot of wrestling. So I, yeah, to me, I mean, I can't. I tell every. I'm like, man, it's like I come in. I have no idea what. I, I mean, I have some idea. Like if you're a jujitsu guy, you can go in and sort of know what's happening in wrestling, but you don't really know. So it's super fun because like you're like learning the whole time. I'm looking like I'm like what am I doing right now? You know. So it's it's uh it's like a whole you know like uh, cross training or something you know. Yeah. Where even though it's grappling, it's something totally different. And so I've uh, I enjoy it a lot. I like it. Lee, Glad you guys are here. <laughs> Lee is probably one of the best improv wrestlers that that I've seen. I mean. Talk about uh, just going going for whatever might be in front of her. Just like a lot of times, it seems like there's just no there's no plan. It's just <laughs> it's just whatever whatever happens to be there is is what's gonna happen, and she's gonna she's gonna invent moves on the spot. Yeah, I mean, I she's gonna that. put her legs in places that shouldn't ever be humanly <laughs> possible. <laughs> well, I like mean, when you came over and taught us, like taught Port City <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. You showed us stuff, and I and you were telling me, and I was like, yeah, I think Lee did that to me, like the first, like it was some weird turnover thing rolling, yeah. and like you did it to me, like off the tabletop thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, because when you did it to me, I had no idea what was going on. I was, like, <laughs> I didn't even, did I? Yeah, but it was, I was like, I think she did that to me. Yeah. But all those things, like the things like tonight, the Syracuse, yeah, and the tabletop, mm-hmm. those I was like. Man, these are like the tabletop is awesome. Mm-hmm. Lap hand, slap hand. Yeah, lap, oh man, yeah. You know what? I got to give a shout out to my wife too, who, uh, who uh, she like three weeks ago, um, um, did a did a submission only tournament on like two days notice uh, because they needed an opponent and uh, went down there and and her first match was like thirty five minutes and she lost and it was an absolute war with like this chick that was super tough. Um, and it's probably like probably poor coaching on my part because we didn't have like a good. I've never done a submission only no time limit thing, so I didn't have a good strategy. Mm-hmm. And I may have like not coached that well in the first one because I had her do something to try to escape out of something where if she would have just been patient like she wanted to, she probably would have been all right. But um, but the second one we learned 
you know, I think. And she battled for an hour and 45 minutes, hour and 45 minutes straight, and then ended up winning with the knee bar. But, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, man, when you guys said for the wrestling stance, one in your lap and one to slap, that, like, I will probably go to the grave with that. And so she stood up, and, I, and Amanda was dominating towards the end, and, like, I could tell. Um, in the stand in the stand up, she was better, and I was like, "In your wrestling stance," and I was like, "What in your lap?" And what's the other hand for? And it's like whack, <laughs> and it comes right out, and I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. that was so great." Awesome. Yeah, it was so great. I'm glad we made an impact. You did. And you it totally did. did. You did. Totally did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I love it. I love wrestling for sure. And I can see like Dev. I mean, Devin's been like training some wrestling for a while. I feel like like you were always. Training with those, like, weren't you going over and training Ever with Ever since Marshall? he was six years old and he came out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got beat up by, <laughs> by Dee Dee Ricks. Yeah, yeah, no, it was game over for wrestling for a day. <laughs> and, then, and then I grow up and I work at a passport center and hate everything about it and decide I want to do something exciting and boom, start doing MMA. Like, Jesus, I had one of the best wrestling coaches possible that I could have easily, you know, had coached me for several years and I just zero wrestling starts start with a clean slate How'd you all because I get beat up by by a girl <laughs> <laughs> and, now I, and now I love it you know you girls can beat me up any day in right. wrestling but yeah. it's like I need this now you know yeah. I had such an ego when I was six yeah, <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to lose especially no. losing to a yeah. girl that's why I like uh, there's a lot of uh, so there, on, on Facebook people will post a lot of videos of like you know Naga tournaments like North American Grappling Association mm-hmm. or whatever I think um, where you know in the kids a lot of times it is a boy against a girl or whatever in the girl girls are tough and younger they de- I think they develop whatever they're just they're tough they're meaner younger and they you know a lot of times these girls are animals they listen it's, yeah they probably listen too which is you know but so people will post these pictures and memes and all this stuff of this poor kid like getting beat up by you know and everybody's like yeah that girl I would see the kid and I'm like oh jeez that yeah. poor that poor dude's like he's gonna be crushed he's gonna you know he's gonna be uh, it's like you'll never get over this yeah he's ruined either that or it'll just make him super tough yeah I don't it'll know. make him just tougher maybe. hopefully I maybe mean, if the parents are are you know coaching them the right way if the parents are molding them in the right way perhaps it'll make him stronger maybe he'll just decide that this isn't the right sport for him yeah you know and wrestling isn't for everybody so you know everybody finds their own own thing i'm guilty of that facebook posting oh oh yeah because your girl yeah she's uh she's dominating everybody um and she does like she loves wrestling does she love it yeah yeah she loves it she's She's pretty heavy into gymnastics while she just broke her foot doing backflips on the playground at school. Um, but, no, she's she's hardcore into wrestling. She loves gymnastics and soccer. Um, she just, she loves that, that individual competition, you know. And I think with wrestling and gymnastics, that those are like two things that you can be an individual and compete against yourself. You know, if if you screw up, it's your fault, kind of thing. You know, and I think that she she really likes the fact that she only has herself to blame. Yeah. She's super sporty. She's a good athlete, all around. She could you can pretty much put Hannah in anything, and she'd be amazing at it. 
So we're we're lucky to have her in wrestling. That's She's awesome. definitely got an attitude. <laughs> I mean, not not walking around normally. I mean, she she can be a little bit little moody once in a while, but when you get her on a wrestling mat, she will cross face the heck out of you, man. She she absolutely loves to rip your face off. Yeah. There's a mean streak, right? Yeah. And I was impressed with it thoroughly when I met her. Yeah. I was like, she's got a little mean streak in her. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. I mean, I think. You know that it's a good thing to have if you're competing in these yeah. kind of sports. You know, it's necessary, right? I think in order to be a champion, right? You know, I mean, nobody's gonna take it easy on you. There isn't anybody out there that's gonna take it easy on you. Even the easiest matches are still hard. Yeah. So, you know, you you got to go out there and give it a hundred percent and have that attitude and confidence about you if you're gonna be a champion. So when you prepare for like this this coming up. Um, like when you go in, are you kind of like, you you got some weight to cut? Do you got like yeah? yeah so you cut weight to get down, and then uh, like, do you get like do you have a routine you do? You know what I mean? Is like or do you? Is it yeah. like you're wrestling where you just kind of? No, I, well, I mean to be fair about about my wrestling, um, you know, I do make up a lot of moves because not everything looks the same. Not every match is the same. You have to be able to make on the spot decisions and make adjustments um, in the moment. And I think that's part of um, the reason why I'm really hard to scout and really hard to, because you can watch a match on me and you'll see me doing one move, but that's because that move is relevant at that time. And um, you have to, I have to have coaches in my corner that are very open-minded that, that don't try to isolate me to one or two techniques. Um, the bread and butter and a lot of coaches like you to have a bread and butter you know this is what you go to every single time but I just go to whatever I can make happen you know and make available and um, you know take opportunities as they come um, or as I create you know everybody moves differently so I don't um, I expand and sometimes it gets me in trouble um, but usually I can scramble out of it yeah. so um, but anyways <laughs> you're like an artist yeah, yeah, I love it. It's exciting. I have exciting matches, um, you know, even if it's a win or loss, but it's always a really great match, and a lot of people love to watch me compete because of that. It's yeah. unpredictable. They're like, I'm on the edge of my chair. I don't know what's going to happen. My, my dad was like, I was up, and then I was down, and I was <laughs> up, and I was down. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to have a heart attack. I was like, don't have a heart attack, Dad. Don't worry. You know? But, yep. So the cool part about people if out there in the Internet world, if they want to learn from you, yeah. They can. I have an right? arsenal. Yeah. But like they can go to Hook Sweep, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. And, and is that Yeah, it's um Hook Sweep. Hook Sweep is de definitely it's an online portal and I wanted to be able to reach out to um people across the in the entire world in the entire nation and teach wrestling. And so you can go to hooksweep.com backslash chick wrestler. So chick wrestler is my brand. And, um, you know, you can go there and I have already loaded about 30 technique videos, but I probably have a thousand that I want to put on there. And so it's just going to be, um, you know, constantly videotaping and, um, you know, trying to get as much wrestling technique on there as possible and different strategies. Also workouts like Devin showed us a workout yesterday with oh, the band. I'm sure that was killer. Yeah. You can take the band with you overseas and you can, um, th a lot of times you don't have strength training facilities or, you know, um, a great band workout that you can take with you in your backpack. Um, you know, and then also my students, once you subscribe, my students can load um, techniques that they're having difficulties with, and I can respond by showing them how to do it properly. 
and so we can interact um, via online portal and just um, you know just expand um, our our base of education in wrestling. To me, that's the coolest part. Like I don't yeah. feel like any other things out there allow you to like take your what you're doing and send it to the coach and have them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and sure. I, you know, once you're an expert in something, you can pretty much identify what's wrong by looking at 15 seconds of it. Yeah. Like I can look at a move and say, "Up, oh, you're not doing this. You have to grab the elbow. You have to elevate here. You have to, you know, I can correct it pretty easily because once you've been exposed to wrestling for an extended period of time, it's like getting your black belt, you know, and then you can just identify moves and help people um, fix mistakes instantly. Anything else you want to ask these guys? What is nothing? Can you explain the name of your gym? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of means, well, I mean, I'm not a very intelligent person. So I get, <laughs> so I get, get fist fights for a living. But uh, it pretty much means welcome home. Like I said, I worked at a dead-end job that I hated. And I, I was fighting and in, in, uh, sleeping in my car in between training sessions. And then getting up at 5, going to work. And then sleeping in my car, going to train all night. And I just hated doing that. And I, I finally... Um, had this as an opportunity and the name basically means welcome home like arriving at your final destination so this is kind of like i made it with uh with nostos mma it's um nostos was like when the the trojan soldiers came home from the war they uh called it the nostos um kind of arriving at the final destination yeah so yeah that's we kind researched of, it yeah because originally so. we thought it was some other language. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> <that's> great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm a very, you know, Irish-Welsh-looking dude. Yeah. Ginger. I thought it was really cool about um, when I read it. It said, you know, you're, there's a lot of trials and tribulations along the way, but the, the voyages were successful and all the people came home. Yeah. And so I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Something I didn't expect from the name. We were way off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Pretty it was, neat. I we thought it was a brand of tortilla chips or something. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> tortillas. Y'all that. Yeah. Make some money. Seriously. <laughs> Nose those tortillas. Nose tasties. Nose tasties. What, uh. Nose tasties. What, uh. You got a website, right? Chick Wrestler? Yeah. It's still there. I haven't worked on it in a long time because I do everything by myself. I do, I'm not by myself. I I definitely have a team behind me, but I do everything um, right now as I'm starting up. You know, when you start, everybody here has their own company, right? Right. You know, so you start it from scratch and you started doing the work on your own because you need to understand the process and the development of it. And, and you so, have no idea what you're doing. Generally. Yeah, you have you know, no clue. Totally. You're just yeah. <laughs> flying by the seat of your pants. But, you know, um, and I probably should read a little bit more about business structure, but I do have a master's in business, and um, and it's just coming along. Um, it's coming along pretty good. I have some great deals coming through, and um, I'm proud of them, but I don't want to put too much too much stock in it until it actually comes through. Yeah. So. She's yeah. definitely got some awesome athletic gear, though. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I have some cool wrestling singlets, and I've been working a lot in the wrestling singlet, um, developing women's wrestling, and part of my senior project, or my master's project, was to develop a better women's wrestling singlet, and it uh, turns out we went to a higher, I don't want to name their name, because they're a huge sponsor of wrestling, but I went to them first, and they told me no. And so I went to somebody else, and um, they ended up working with me for over a year to develop a new women's wrestling singlet that was highly competitive. 
and it, it was a catalyst for change across the board. And so those other companies that said no originally, now they're ripping you off. Now they're changing Mommy. their things so that other people. It, it was to get wrestling singlets on the girls other than the world team. We wanted to have girls that were starting out wrestling in high school to have this uh, women's cut singlet or a girls cut singlet that matched the boys. You know, but she didn't have to wear, you know, she wasn't wide open, you know, in a boy singlet. So it was a, a really successful project and it changed and it, it changed everything for women's wrestling gear. And now, even though I have other competitors that some of them do make great singlets, um, I have a huge understanding of the industry and a lot of people go to me just for that purpose alone that I understand it. If anybody wants to send their kid to uh, this in, living in Maine, wants wants to send their kid to Die Hard Wrestling, how do they get in touch with you? Facebook, uh, living in Die Hard Wrestling on Facebook, probably the easiest way. Um, yeah, it's like I said, if your kid's potty trained and and uh, is pretty active, and this is, I mean, anywhere in the southern Maine, New Hampshire area. I mean, we got kids from all over the place that are in the club, so. Um, bring them down. And you guys do, like, you did a seminar for our gym recently, wrestling kind of for jiu-jitsu, and it was awesome. Um, so any jiu-jitsu people out there that got a gym and want to have some people come and teach you wrestling, these three right here, you should have them come. Lee, Nick, and Joyce, they put on an awesome seminar. Um, anything you want to tell the world, Joyce, before, we, <laughs> before we're done? Any, anything you can... I have a Facebook page. Yeah, I find yeah, Joyce. I was going to say, throw out your, your <laughs> Joyce social media. Silva, uh, J-O-I-C-E-S-I-L-V-A. And Instagram. You're on Instagram. Instagram, too. Uh, <laughs> Joy. Joy, 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 yeah. 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 Joy, 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 Joy Silva. Joy, Joyce Silva. Yeah, yeah. Find, find these guys if you're out there mm-hmm. listening because they're awesome. And they will uh, they'll <laughs> teach you some wrestling. Every handle I have is the same. Mine's chick underscore wrestler. So my Twitter, my Instagram, chick underscore wrestler. You'll even see pictures of me on there getting, yeah, you know, yeah. moves applied. Um, and then Devin Powell, my man Devin Powell, always got good things coming up, I know, for sure. Like, uh, he's got, he doesn't even know what they are yet, but I know there's good things coming. Um, if you're ever around, come to this gym, check out Devin. Devin's the man. Um, his striking is nasty. His cardio, he'll, like, make you want to die. Um, yeah, that's true. Is really, I think I uh, did die. Oh, man, it's brutal. Um, and he's a good friend of mine. I love him. Thanks for having us. Thanks for letting us do Thanks for introducing me to these guys. Heck, yeah. Um, yeah, and thanks for letting us use the place, absolutely, man. Absolutely, yeah. Hopefully, you know, we can make this, uh, you know, a long-time thing. It's definitely, I feel like whatever happens in the future, we'll definitely always share some mat together somewhere yeah, after we, all this. Yeah, we can break down walls. Yes, <laughs> but, yeah, I would like to do that. Put a nice beam up there. You can call yeah. Peril Welding Services yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. put a beam up there. Let's do it. We could do that. Yeah. So be on the lookout for looking for a fight, right? Yeah, looking for head, a fight. Heading to Netflix, hopefully not too long. Um, and then from there, you know, hopefully, I, uh, you know, big things will come from it. You know, I definitely have some, some big sponsorship stuff that's hopefully in the works. Um, hopefully, you know, the, the show does some some good for for me in the academy i got andrew moore's working with me from atlantic karate he's insane with his strength and conditioning actually some of the band work is directly from him um but yeah 
uh, hopefully big things in the future. Just kind of sitting on the table, getting healthy. After you know, tore my LCO, broke my nose on my last fight, fought four times within <laughs> six months total. Like you're fighting so, every week, I felt like. Yeah, so yeah. it's it was nice to get a little bit of a break. When I fought for the NEF title, I, I couldn't even, I still can't bend down and touch my toes because of my back, but no. I couldn't even bend over. I was like an old man getting out of the car. Somehow I got in the cage and I, I fought and it's been nice doing PT and doing strength training that's been helping my body get better. I wouldn't be able to sit the way I have been this whole time, even though I'm on a foam puller the whole time. But I, <laughs> I was kind of jealous of the body's been, like, body's been beat up. He's a veteran. But yeah, come down, do some classes. If you're uh, if you're around, summer's worth. If not, go train Port City. That's right. Go wrestle with Die Hard. Yeah. And make sure you watch Lee. Keep it in the family. Tear it up. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Rotate between all three. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, keep it fresh. Um, shout out to uh, Derek Stevens at Sharp Iron Society who had me on his podcast recently to interview uh, our friend Jared Weiner, who's a complete savage and a good friend of ours. So if you're listening to this podcast, you probably will listen to Sharp Iron and like it. Um, check them out. And uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. Good luck to everybody. Kick thank ass. You. you don't even need luck. You're prepared. You're hi, ready. Hi. Um, Evelyn, you want to say hi to everybody? Say good night. You say good night? She's involved in, <laughs> in uh, YouTube Play-Doh That's right. videos. You've heard, you've heard the sounds in the background. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I'd like to thank um, one of my primary sponsors, Nike and Athlete APS. They're all, always supporting me through everything up and down. So it's not. It's rare you find somebody to support you even when you don't win. Yeah. So. Hey, we didn't talk about the election. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! All right. Oh, this disgusts me. Thanks, everybody. Peace. <laughs>